Before we get into today's podcast, I would first like to acknowledge the Bidjigal and Gadigal people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded today, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. What up, Drama Army? Welcome to So Dramatic. I am coming to you all today with some bad news. Bad but dramatic news. Bad but juicy news. So... There will be no episode today because I have been silenced. Silenced by the powers at B. That is how red hot the tea in this episode that was meant to be dropping today was. So I had a super juicy episode recorded, edited, uploaded and scheduled for today. Probably the most explosive episode in the history of this show. Actually, not probably, definitely. I'm not even exaggerating when I say that either. Like, I know I do say that a lot, but like this was on a whole other level. Hands down the most alleged outrageous behavior from anyone in the history of Married at First Sight slash reality TV in the world I've ever heard of. Honestly, mind-blowing stuff. Like, not even a Cooked Maths producer could script this shit. Now, what I will say is that it was about one of this year's brides who is allegedly very different to the bride we're seeing on our screens. Let's just say she's allegedly got a very colourful past and is doing everything in her power to make sure that it's not reported on. So I spoke to an ex-friend of this bride who made an anonymous Instagram account exposing their experiences with her and sharing some of the wild allegations about her, most of which they say they witnessed her do firsthand, might I add. Now, this included alleged illegal behaviour. I'll say that much. Alleged illegal behaviour for legal reasons. Now, what this account were posting about said bride was honestly gobsmacking. Like I said, truly out of this world shit that you could not script. They then started getting tip-offs from other people who had had their own alleged experiences or alleged run-ins with this bride. And the alleged evidence and alleged intel really started adding up quite substantially. Like it was crazy shit allegedly. So I then had this person come on the podcast and tell me everything they know. And during my chat with this informant, they claimed that they had contacted Channel 9 when they found out that this bride had been cast on the show. It was a few days into filming, but they chose to ignore them and keep this bride on the show, even though it was early enough in the piece that they could have removed her. Now, I also approached Channel 9 for comment about these allegations before I pressed publish on the episode after my interview with the informant and I had all of the information and I too was silenced. They said they will not be commenting on the matter. Now, a few hours after making contact with them, they then asked if they could have a couple more hours extension on the period that I gave them to reply so they could have a substantial amount of time to get back to me. Now, I did not have to extend this time period, but I extended an olive branch. I thought, let's give her enough time to come back to me. 
but what did they do? A couple of hours later, after I made contact with them, I received a threatening legal letter from the bride's lawyers saying that they have put me on notice and if I publish the information, they will sue me for damages. Now, as I've said before, people, sue away. I literally have a couple of hundred dollars in my bank. I've got no assets apart from like a couple of designer handbags that are probably a couple of years old by now. But look, I did not need the headache, so I've decided not to publish it. But yes, the cover-up is real, people. That is some serious lengths to go to to stop something coming out about you, which makes me think that it must be true. So guys, some real censorship has been happening behind the scenes this week, not to mention drama, headaches, stress. I've maxed out my prescription for Valium, let me tell you that much. Anyways, guys, the good news is I have managed to salvage a small portion of my interview with the informant and the only part left to play legally is the part about what happened when this person took the claims to Channel 9, as well as a few other things thrown in there. So that is what I'm going to play for you guys now. You can actually hear about the cover-up firsthand from this informant. Now, I have had to disguise their voice for safety reasons as they are concerned about what this bride will actually do to them if she finds out that they snitched on her. That is how worried they are about her and what they've seen her do and what they're worried that she will do to them. So it is quite serious, guys. I know I'm making a joke of it all, but it has been quite a serious issue that's been going on. And look, these claims are so hectic, I guess is the word to mind-blowing, hectic, whatever you want to call them, that like... I felt like it was in the public interest for the public to know about this behavior. I felt like we need to know who we're watching on TV before we start sympathizing with them and we start following them and looking up to them. And the informant felt similarly. That is why they wanted to get this information out because they were like, this person is dangerous. I cannot bear to have people like young women looking up to her. So anyway, I will play you the snippet from the audio of our chat that I've managed to salvage discussing what happened when they took these claims to Channel 9. The very, very tiny part of this hour-long explosive interview that I can play. RIP to the rest of the interview, which will now live on the cutting floor with the rest of the Married at First Sight scenes. Yeah. So you've obviously, you know, heard about this thing that happened. She's told you about it, you know, years ago. And then you started this account and then people are writing in, but telling you stuff that's triggering your memories of like, oh, I remember her talking about that. Like, so you kind of know that it is, it did happen because you've heard it. A, you've heard it from the other person. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. A hundred percent. I haven't even like a lot of the stuff is I kind of go, oh my God. Yes. Like I remember that. I was there to say that. I can't believe that happened. But some of the stuff that she did just, I, it honestly, this is why I kind of <laughs> she got on the show. Oh, yeah, it's pretty audacious. And obviously you're like private with this account, like it's anonymous. Do you know mm. any of the people writing in? Yes, oh a, lot of people. a lot of people. And they people. don't know that it's you, that's so funny. No, a lot of people have written in and I'm just like remembering their names and like they are trying to like get it out of me. But the problem is, is that, people speak and I just I couldn't have that I actually had someone from the show message me oh who um well they actually messaged me from a fake account did they say who it was no they didn't but they just said that the producers had informed them that there was an account made about and that said to them that everything on there isn't true and it's all crap and because I I also spoke to producers I spoke to Tara wait what yeah, yeah, they they contacted me. What do you mean? They saw, wait, they saw this what? anonymous Instagram account. You oh, had, yeah. how many followers? You only had like six hundred followers or something. On the last one, so the first one that I started got 
900 followers and I was getting like 2,000 plus views and then the account got banned in Australia. <laughs> so I had to start a new one because people from overseas could still see it. So I had to start a new one and like it's got like 130 that, that started sort of like overnight. But the views on the stories are so much bigger. Wait, so how did it get banned? Because so the account's still there but no one in Australia can see it because I can't find it. Yeah. Like, do we know how? Like, that's pretty weird. I've never heard of an account being banned in the country. Like, who even does that? Like, is it Channel 9 contacting Instagram saying, I don't know, like, it's weird. Potentially. I mean, like I said, like, I, I emailed Channel 9 originally and they put me So that's how they found to... out about it? You emailed them? Yeah, not yeah, so... Oh, I thought they just found the account and, like, contacted you. Oh, no, no, no. So, sorry, yeah. Tell us what happened when you emailed them. I emailed them and just said, like, this is – because I was tagging them and stuff and they were they were viewing it and not responding. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to email them. So I found their email address, which put me in touch with Tara, who's their like their main producer or whatever. And I spoke to her over the phone and she just basically said, you know, unless you can show me actual proof of this. And I said, I can't show you proof, but I can tell you I was there to see mm. it. I don't know what else you want me. I will give you my real details if that means that she will come off the show. But if I give you my real details and then you're going to keep her on there, I just don't see much of a point because it just puts me in sort of like in danger. And she just blatantly was like, no, sorry, there's nothing we can do about it. I'm keeping her on there. I was like, okay. So she just said that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You told her everything that you've just told me. I can't believe that they just ignored it really. I mean, had they filmed at this point? No, they'd only just announced I think there were only just a couple of episodes right. in. I said there was a guy on a couple a year ago or something that filmed a couple of episodes and then was taken off and edited out because of oh Simon you know, yes yeah I said why can't you do that and she goes oh because a video was released of him so and I said well the, the problem is the videos that I have of in them so she'll know it's me oh so you've actually got videos backing this up I've got videos of sort of like racism and the stuff she would say about the guy with the disabled son what's she saying in the videos it's just about like i like, I don't even want to say it like calling him like a, a and stuff like that like it's just it's wow. disgusting and awful stuff like i don't even want to repeat it but like that's the gist of it yeah what about yeah. the racist like why was she being racist she has a real hatred towards asian people and just used to mock them Oh, my God. I don't know why. Jesus. <laughs> She's ticking yeah. all the boxes, the wrong boxes. Yeah. God, they really know how to pick them, don't they? I don't know how she passed all their tests, to be quite honest with you, but she did. Yeah. What do you think she'll say, like, if she listens to this podcast? Like, what do you think her reaction will be? She will deny it all as much as she can, discredit it as much as she can, pinpoint exactly who it is, probably try and I don't know share their skeletons and everything like that like yeah she's definitely going to be on a rampage about it god I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) that's why I am staying anonymous and you know once the show's over delete the page and and even even probably after this podcast delete the page like I just wanted to get out everything I knew so that the people really knew who they were watching on tv because i think that there are a lot of people out there who maybe in the beginning we're going on this show to find someone and be with someone and i think the show is just about who can be bring the biggest drama and who can do all that sort of stuff which you know 
that's great, more power to them. You do what you want, but, you know, don't put people on there that are like this, especially when you've been warned, like you have hurt people and done such awful things. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing, you know, you think they'd get that warning and just be like, oh, no, not touching this, too messy, don't want to, you know, take the risk, but... Yeah. I guess they care more about the drama and these I guess I guess it's a fine line as well. Like when you they've obviously want to cast people that are kind of like, you know, like this or a bit shady, a bit what's the word? Like not the best people so that we can see their behavior on screen and then it starts a conversation and all of that. But I guess it's yeah. a fine line between, you know, casting like controversial shady people to actual like bad people if that makes sense. Like it's Yeah. That's what I was trying to say to Tara when I spoke to her on the phone was that there is a really big difference between casting someone like Harrison, who's just gross (laughs) and, you know, has done really dumb things on the outside, but then to put someone like on who's actually like physically and just done this sort of stuff, I'm like, I get that you're, you know, you're there for the ratings and everything like that, but at what point do you draw the line? of people who are just, you know, there for ratings and people who have hurt people so much. What did the contestants say that reached out to you? Like did they say anything about like what they'd been told or what happens on the show or their experience? Yeah, so like I said, they came from a private account, so I wasn't really sure who it was. Producers informed us that there is a girl making up stuff about and it's all fake due to a personal fallout. They think it's someone who's just jealous that's what them and that's what the producers have told us from now on too. So really just wiping their hands. Yeah, but they don't really believe it because she's being portrayed as nice. Right. And do you know like this person, they had a good or bad experience on the show? You don't know. They didn't say so much about their experience with her. They just said that they knew something was off. Like, look, I don't know about any like past series, but I don't think anyone has has gone to this sort of extent to expose someone. Like I'm really trying to expose her because of the awful things that she's done, but I don't think anyone else has actually gone as far as anyone, any other contestant that's been on there. So. Well, good on you for, um, you know, trying to get the truth out there. Yeah. I'm just finding more screenshots from whoever it was that sent me in. Sorry. Yeah, so she goes, basically, I'm just coming to you to find out things. I want to know if what we're seeing when we're together as a group is the same person that she is behind closed doors because we don't know how people come off on the show until we watch it the same as you guys. Yeah, no, they didn't really say. Well, it sounds like, I mean, if they had a good experience with her, I don't think they'd be reaching out. So obviously something's happened or something's gone down where they've been, like they said, felt a bit off about something oh this is what she's just said here she um he or she I don't know they've just said look I do believe you clearly I'm here because I smell that something's off interesting the plot thickens yeah so they definitely felt like something was off there Mm, interesting I wonder if they'll come out after the show and um we can connect the dots maybe that'd be that'd be great (laughs) 
So Channel 9 were well aware of these allegations when they were filming and they had the opportunity to cut this bride from the show but choose to ignore the claims. They were not at all interested in entertaining the claims, let's just say that. Very, very shocking from them but let's be honest, not surprising. They do not care about anyone's safety or mental health as much as they say they do. They just care about the ratings and filling their pockets. Honestly, to not take action after being made aware of these claims and like I said, these claims aren't just like, oh my God, she was mean to me in high school. Like, this is serious stuff. Is just beyond negligent to the rest of the cast and unconscionable, like to the audience and to everyone involved. So, that in itself is something that needs to be called out. Now, the page that made all of these claims about this bride was also mysteriously banned in Australia somehow, as you guys heard in that audio us discussing. Unsure if it was reported by the bride in question or the powers that be, but it is no longer visible in this country. Like the cover up, guys, the lengths that these people are going to to cover this up is just insane. It really says it all. Seriously, being a whistleblower is freaking hard. It is not easy. Now, not only has the bride silenced me with legal bullying, but she has now also allegedly threatened all contestants not to talk to me, playing the victim as she does best, saying that she's done nothing wrong, that I'm a horrible monster for reporting on her behavior. Now, one bride I am told actually, Sandy Jawanda, has allegedly been calling me a parasite for what I did to this bride or what I attempted to do to this bride, I should say. Now, Sandy, if you're listening, I did nothing to this bride except attempt to report on her behavior. Now, the plot thickens even more because this insider that told me this tea about Sandy also dished to me that the bride in question, this is where a real conspiracy starts to form. This bride in question, who has all of the powers that be helping her cover up her past behavior, is apparently friends with executive producer of Married at First Sight, John Walsh, and the production company were not only aware of her history, but are doing everything in their power to cover up. That came from the insider. That is not just me speculating. That is actually what an insider at Channel 9 confirmed to me. This is what they said. Production does not want it getting out as it really puts another stain on the Married at First Sight brand. Tara and management knew about past and had a chance to can her, but is good friends with John Walsh and you'll see how his influence plays into a good edit for her. Well, there you have it, guys. It pays to have friends in high places. I'll say that much. Anyway, if you're listening and you have any hard evidence or receipts about this contestant, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know who I'm talking about, or if you have any tea on any contestants in general, or you're willing to go on the record and share what you know, please contact me. Do your civil duty of reporting the truth. This information is of the public interest. Now that this person has put her face on TV in the quest for a blue tick. Everything she's done is free reign. Ah, oh, the price you pay for fame, hey? Anyway, guys, since this bride sounds like she's now going to be out to get me, now that I attempted to expose her, if you see a bride slamming me, attacking me, trolling me after the show when she gets her socials back, you'll know exactly who this was about. Now, I will try to have another episode out for you guys tomorrow, if not Monday. I am really behind thanks to all of this stuff that's been going on this week. I do apologize. I know that I promised you two or three episodes a week, but I do have the daily show dropping every day this week, so you won't be completely deprived of tea. We also had some really good online exclusives about this cheating scandal with Claire and Adam play out that I actually have put into the daily show, so you will get some exclusive tea in the daily show, so make sure you're listening to that, guys. Watch this space and apologies for the big disappointment this week. You can blame and Channel 9. Goodbye, good riddance and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.